Welcome to I'll Be Back Catalog, where we take a nostalgic look back at the movies of Arnold Schwarzenegger. The cigar chomping, one-liner spitting, killing machine. Now oh, stop it, you'll make me blush. It's every movie from the beginning. With special guest comedians. I like this, that sounds great. Now play the music. And we're back for season four of I'll Be Back Catalog, and it's a fun one. Oh, I can't wait. This movie, Last Action Hero, but we're not going to talk about it by ourselves. We actually have two wonderful guests here joining us. Yeah, we have one third of the notorious comedy trio, freaking dangerous, bro. It's Pax Society. Hi. I also don't appreciate being referred to as one third because it's it's happening more and more. And as, <laughs> as my career continues, I'm starting to become one third of freaking dangerous, bro, and less and less the comedian Pax Society. So you're angry at the success. Of your I'm, I'm pretty angry at our success. <laughs> it's like I used to be Eric Idle, now yeah. I'm a member of Monty Python. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, this doesn't seem like a bad thing, Pax. This seems like a good thing. Yeah, well, I mean, before Freaking Angels Bro was had a had a decent sized audience. People would refer. Well, people didn't know who I was. So <laughs> people wouldn't refer to me as anything really. So you, you've lost your identity. Yeah, I've lost my identity as a nobody, <laughs> which is what I'm most angry about. You're transitioning. You're, yeah, you're, you're one third of freaking dangerous, but you're moving on to being one whole pack society. Well, I hope. Hopefully, I get there. We'll hopefully. see. Yeah, we'll see. I still don't feel a whole. We do have our returning champion. He's been with us before. Wow. Welcome back, Anosi Kalavanua. Thank you. I didn't know I was a returning champion. I didn't even know I won on, won anything last time. Oh, every time you're on this podcast, you're a winner. True. Did you this not get the trophy? I did not. Did oh. you guys? You guys send it to my address. I thought so. Oh no. I put my hotmail address as my actual address. <laughs> Always confused. Which is me. worrying because we. It was a physical trophy that we tried to email. It was oh, never going to work out. <laughs> Pax, we haven't chatted to you about Arnold before. Are yeah. you an Arnold Schwarzenegger fan? I want to... Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you have opinions. I have some opinions. Arnold, Arnold like, I, I was born in 90, so I'm a child of the 90s and kind of what was moving into my teenage years in the late 90s. So Arnold is an inevitable large part of your life. Like, you just see so many Arnold movies and he's just there. Even um, if you didn't see them, you s- they were so around. Yeah, like, yeah. Everything was like, why haven't you seen them? Yeah, yeah, totally. And he's also everywhere. Like, every talk show, like, he's just there, right? So he's... <laughs> he's, just th- he's just in there. <laughs> he's just there, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I never really particularly gravitated to Arnold movies, but always appreciated the character of Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, like the, the big, persona. larger than life yeah, yeah, yeah. persona. This weird like European guy who just like became a movie star in America. Can you remember your first Arnie movie? It was Jingle All The Way. Good choice. Uh, yeah. It wasn't my choice, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Not my choice. <laughs> I do want, like, so I uh, I grew up at the perfect time, too, for Arnie. Yeah. But Jingle All The Way, I just don't know anyone who can remember a time when they were, like, like they begged to see Jingle All The Way. <laughs> no. Like, everyone no. I know was, like, it was on. Yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah. I went I went to watch it at the movies <laughs> with, oh. yeah, with my auntie, who was, like, she's, she's like, eight years older than me, so we're kind of close in age. So she took me along to... To, to jingle all the way so because she thought it was a kids movie and it kind of is a kids movie but oh, yeah. then it's like weirdly adult at the same time yeah the whole like the neighbor kind of hitting yeah, on the yeah, thing. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, it's sinbad like you could just tell they had plenty of retakes where they're just like just uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah this is a family movie sinbad just yeah. dial it back a little <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 he's like i i say the f word around my kids all the time like what's wrong with that he, sinbad was a weird character in that movie he, he uh so we talked about it because we tracked down the original 
original script for it. Did you? Um, and it's uh, very hard to find because they don't actually have. Uh, they didn't have the rights to it. Yeah, right. They lost a whole bunch of money on it, so the script is not easily found. And the amount that Sinbad punched up that script, clearly on set, yeah. is incredible. Wow. Yeah, Marvel's far less interesting on the page. Well, that makes sense because Sinbad, like Sinbad, comes from that era of like comics who he's like an '80s stand-up. Yeah, he's like an '80s stand-up, and a lot of comics back then weren't actors. Nowadays, if an actor is just playing a role where they're not that funny, it's fine because comedians nowadays it's more normal for comedians to just be an actor and do the role well right yeah. but Sinbad comes from an era of like nah I gotta be like kooky to the point of insanity do you know what I mean yeah. well he's like every line to him is like sales at his next gig yeah exactly he's exactly. like I have to be the guy yeah 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 cause yeah, it was yeah. like him um Eddie Murphy is a good example. Bobcat Goldthwaite. Yeah. Uh, these like big, large in life people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder totally. how much of that like Robin Williams is responsible oh, yeah. for in like a post yeah. Goodwill Hunting where comedians are like, oh, could I just, I could just turn up and, and act. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think that's, a, I think that played a huge role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's why Jim Carrey does this weird shit that he does now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that? What was that Adam Sandler movie that was like not that funny, but not oh, which a bad one? Right over me. <laughs> You're well, thinking uh, I uh, just, Drunk Love. I should have just stopped at that sentence. What's that Adam Sandler movie that wasn't that funny? 90% of them? Oh. No, I mean the one that was like um, n not a comedy, but it was about comedians. Funny people. Funny, Funny people. people. That's yeah. yeah. Which was great. If you actually, if you yeah. watch that in the extended version, uh, if you're into comedy, it's yeah. very enjoyable. Yeah, totally. um, The crop down version, I'm told, is fairly tough to watch. But the longer version has much more of their sets in it where you actually get some like, oh yeah, comedy. Because they toured around. Like, yeah, yeah. Aziz Ansari did Randy. For like yeah. multiple shows where he did full sets as Randy. He's fascinating. Yeah. I kind of prefer Randy. Yeah. Yeah. Then the season. Sorry. Yeah. I wonder if I wonder if Randy has any um oh, me, too, me too moments. <laughs> I wonder if Randy is clean. I think he has less Aziz me too is, moments than yeah, Aziz. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I mean. Randy's Aziz, all talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aziz Aziz has had controversy. Randy's clean. Yeah. <laughs> Randy. He talked about like yeah, dirty, but he was yeah, hella clean. Yeah, he's clean. Church man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Randy's at church every Sunday. <laughs> yeah, Randy's at church. He's that with like, his mom. That yeah. ghetto pastor, the black pastor. Yeah. <laughs> Randy goes to black church? Yeah, Randy goes to black church. Oh, Rand Rand Randy's a black name, man. Oh, yeah, oh, he yeah. definitely is it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Anossi, we're checking yeah. in with you. Had yeah. you seen Last Action Hero before? No, I'd never seen it before, and I still haven't seen it. <laughs> you, you made it through parts of it, but it was hard yeah. for you to track down. Yes, yes, that's true. Uh, my internet just decided to stop being an internet, really, and stop supplying me with the internet and um which will be hard for international listeners to understand but yeah. new zealand is an island and yeah. our internet is not so bueno no not at all yeah man. relative to other countries it's yeah, bad. bad it's eh? really bad we're on the bottom of the world like we don't need it too but we were, we were kicking ass in the late 90s like we got 50 yeah. 56k way before everyone Did else. We? oh yeah we were crank we cranked it up and then they just went Okay, well that works. How about cable? And New Zealand went, we don't have the we don't have the wires. And America went, oh well we do. And so America just installed cable internet everywhere. While New Zealand went, how about satellites? Does that work? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Okay. I didn't know Reece Darby was the head of the internet yeah. in New Zealand. It's just me, yeah. Reece Darby, checking the internet for you. Oh no, it's not fast. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> and then just starts being a robot yeah. for no reason. Oh, look at I'm fixing. This is fantastic. <laughs> um, so how do you guys feel about action movies? Did they play a role in your childhood, in your adulthood? Love them. Absolutely. I love action movies. I don't watch them as much these days, but 
Loved him as a child. I was like hot out watching a lot of Jackie Chan films. Mm. Um, who worked with Arnold Schwarzenegger in 80, 80, 80, 80 uh, days around, around the world. world. In around 80 the world, days. 80 days. Arnold plays like that weird he's in, chic he's in a kind of emperor in a jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. As a Middle Eastern man, I'm highly offended by that, by the way. What? Arnold's character. Okay, you yeah. you look directly at me like I said something no, no, offensive. No, 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 I'm no, like, no. his character was offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm offended by you for bringing it <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, Pax action movies for you? Not really. I don't mind them. I would watch them as a younger person and be like, this is fun, but never really like loved them. So what's your go-to? What's your go-to genre? My go-to genre is... Um, Japanese horror movies. Okay. Oh, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. It's such a specific... <laughs> I was so in! <laughs> I, was, I wanted to know. No, my go-to genre is just like, um, I love, like, the less thinking in a comedy, the more I enjoy it. Like, real bad. I, the worse the comedy, the more I like it. So, so like, Adam Sandler? Adam Sandler movies I love. I'm um, really, like, <laughs> quickly done, like, black comedies I love. Like, Are We There Yet? Or, like, nice. The Black Death, or, Death at a Funeral. <laughs> I, this, yeah, like, what? Because <laughs> yeah, the actual Death at a Funeral is actually really good. So the, the worse the comedy, the more I enjoy it. That's kind of my genre. Yeah. I love it. Do, is that a guilty pleasure or is that something where you just like switching your brain off and letting the laughs roll? Um, it's it's more of like watching train wrecks is very enjoyable for me. I really like watching train wrecks. But not wrecks. the movie train wreck. No, it's too, it's <laughs> too good. Train wrecks. It's too good. It's too good. <laughs> That's why I love going to like raw nights at a comedy club. Yeah, because I love watching the odd train wreck. Well, not the odd train wreck. The majority of train wrecks. Yeah. <laughs> I like watching the majority of pain and suffering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that a schadenfreude? Like you enjoy the suffering? Yeah, I don't know. There's or do you love that like energy? As people... There's something. I love the awkward like tense energy. So about... do you love like Tyler Perry movies? I love Tyler Perry movies, yeah. Okay. Big Mama's House is one of my you favorite love, movies. Yeah, yeah. Not that that's a Tyler Perry Ernest, movie, but... you love all the Ernest movies? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, Ernest goes Norbert. to camp. I love Ernest Norbert. <laughs> okay, so, here's a quick synopsis. Uh, young Danny Madigan is a big fan of Jack Slater, a larger-than-life action hero played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. When his best friend Nick, the projectionist, gives him a magic ticket to the new Jack Slater film, Danny is transported into Slater's world. One of Slater's enemies, Benedict the Hitman, gets a hold of the tickets and ends up in Danny's world where he realizes that if he can kill Schwarzenegger, Slater will no longer be alive. Slater and Danny must travel back and stop him in The Last Action Hero. Bum bum bum. Now, here's some uh, heavy metal music because this movie has got it all. It's hard to stop We're back and it's time to talk Last Action Hero. Oh, I can't wait. This movie is so awesome. Dude, All right. the best thing about the beginning is you get treated straight away to some Alice in Chains. Straight into Alice in Chains? Yeah. Is that before or after every single police car that was available for rental arrives? Oh my God. Yeah. The scene at the beginning where, um, the, uh, what's the bad guy's name? The, the, the Ripper. Ripper. When yeah. Ripper Don't is Don't overthink it. <laughs> and it pans over to the police cars. It's literally a sea it's of police so cars. There's nothing that they you can do. You don't need do. that many police cars. No. And, and if a chase was to happen, well, nothing's going to happen. because None of them can get out. Nope. <laughs> They've all fucked each other up. <laughs> it made me so they'll happy. Have to be like, they'll have to be like, Greg, can you back out yeah, so that we can just back out? Like, this doesn't work. <laughs> oh, no, this doesn't work at all. <laughs> it's so great. Also, the fact that, because it's uh, that's Jack Slater's three right is what yeah. they're right. doing which is a christmas movie that they de decide to uh, what is the what does the police sergeant say right at the beginning at the bit of, uh, this is one hell of a way to spend christmas <laughs> <laughs> but that, but the, the the jack slater movies when you see them in the movie 
they're a parody of action movies. Yeah. So even though, but in the reality of the last action hero world, yeah. the real world, yeah. they're not a parody. Yeah. As and far it, as the real world and is. What's, and what's weird is that the real world is not that different to the Jack Slater movie world. Yes. Other than the fact that he shoots a car and it doesn't explode. And he's like, huh? Yeah, they're like, right? It's, it's, it's real. Yeah, that's true. I would say like New York seems gritty, but then again, sure. New York always seemed gritty. In everything. Yeah. When you compare it to LA. Yeah. LA seems utopian. This whole movie does seem like a little bit of Hollywood pooing on, <laughs> on New, New York. York. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> East Coast, West Coast beef going yeah. on. Oh my God. It is though. It's like, oh. oh, look at how beautiful and sunny it is. And I'm like, well, hold on. New York, you're showing it at nighttime yeah. almost every time. And everyone seems like a drug dealer. Yeah. Other than the kid and his mum, everyone else seems like a drug dealer. It's so intense. We're like straight in with cameos. They have mere Tina Turner there for some reason. <laughs> okay, so... The bit in the beginning, the the, the first bit where the where we see the Jack Ripper, is Jack Slater, Jack and Slater the Ripper, and the Ripper, right? Yeah. Doesn't he doesn't he punch the mayor or he punches? It's the you don't know it is the mayor and he says, "Tell me when the governor gets here." Yeah. <laughs> you know why that's beautiful because of Arnie's future. Yeah. 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 Tell me when I get here. <laughs> Am I here yet? <laughs> this movie actually shits on politicians at least three or four times. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Which is weird. The thing the thing that annoyed me about the, the the beginning bit is that who is Arnie meant to be? Because like the movie seems to be diehard, which puts him in the space of being a John McClane. No, he's an Uber. He's an Uber McClane. Oh. Because oh, he's like way over. Because John McClane is based like he's a guy, right? Like yeah. John McClane is a cop who just wants to get back to his family. All right, that's not who uh, Jack Slater is. No. Jack Slater's like walking over cars. He has no respect. Do you know Jack Slater? <laughs> almost like was more like Hancock. The Will Smith character. Yes. Than he was, you know what I mean? Reckless. Like he was more like a reckless superhero than anything else. Because yeah, like how cavalier he is. And then it's revealed that he's rescuing his son. Yeah. Like he, he kicks a guy in the balls. Yeah. And is like, oh, here I go. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, your son's up there. Yeah. Like, what was the line that he says when he kicks the guy in the balls? Oh, you're uh, a farmer. Yeah. I want to be a farmer. Here's a couple of acres. <laughs> Um, so, which as a kid, I, my dad I, lived on like a small farm for a little while. So I knew what acres were as a measurement of space. Mm. I did not get the pun. Right. I was just like, why would he offer him land? <laughs> <laughs> and kick him onto the land. That's very, this is very confusing. He's very kind at one second, but then like... Yeah. I was like, should I say no to offers of land? <laughs> should I kick those people? <laughs> but is this some kind of like, like pluralized commodification of the term ache? Yes, in, yeah. In, he yeah is, his balls oh. are going to both ache, so they will be acres. Nah. Oh, so I wasn't yeah. the only person it who bothered, didn't get this pun? Mm, wow, that's you mind-blowing. You didn't get that? I just no. That. no. <laughs> it's not functional. It's I mean, it is a reach. It's definitely it's a reach. Such, it's such a stretch, and it's in the first, like, three minutes. It is. No, I was saying how he doesn't have much... Like, there's no, he doesn't really pronounce the word properly. Yeah. So it sounds like he's just saying acres as in farm. Yeah. So that's what I thought. I didn't know he was talking about acres. Yeah, kind of like <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Jack Ripper, Reacher. Jack Slater. Jack Slater. (laughs) You keep upgrading him. Jack Jack Ryan. Um, the movies themselves, like 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 I said, they're, they're parodies of what an action, a cheesy action movie is. So I I didn't actually mind all these like real horrible moments, over the top, over yeah. the top moments. I actually, was like in my mind, I was like, this is adding to it because they're parodying the genre in an over top over the top mm. way, but it's still really entertaining. That's what I love about it is that they really dive in and they heighten 
every element. So when mm. he puts his gun down, when he's like, you lose the cannon, yeah. the foley on that is so over the top. It's yeah. like he puts the gun down and it sounds like you know someone in a foley room just put an entire sack of coins down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everything, it keeps getting more and louder every gun that he puts down. Yeah. Is like that's what I love about that that side, like the Jack Slater side of it. Yeah, is that they even down to the music of like. <laughs> yeah, it was more like what frustrated me more. It was less the things in the actual Jack Slater movies, and it was more like little plot things that mm, drove yeah. me wild. Yeah, rather the Jack Slater parody stuff, I actually really enjoyed. It's just yeah. like little things in the plot that just really frustrated me. I agree. The, the plot is, is the real like weakness of the whole movie. Yeah. I would say this and this kind of... This <laughs> uh, to be honest, if the movie had a better plot, would have been a better movie. I'm, I'm just going to quickly outline what my frustration the whole movie is and it, it kind of builds on this one scene is that if you're going to have him like drop a bunch of guns, then he either drops like 50 to 60 guns and does like a real hot shots kind of super comedic silly moment or you don't and that's the thing is it, he dropped it, like 20 guns he never he dropped five no that's a lot of guns it was it was it was the one in his hand two on his hip two on his socks so what's that five we're at five yeah five. Yeah. yeah then he had a knife had in a his knife. sleeve yeah wow. and i think he had one more gun somewhere so oh, it's like the six, grenade. six guns <laughs> one knife and a grenade yeah that seems like a lot it seems like a lot but that's the thing is it, never, it never leans in on, into the comedy enough for you to be like oh this is a zany silly cartoon yeah. world i know what you mean yeah, you were looking for like uh, you were looking for a Leslie Nielsen level. Honestly, I just, I just wanted to pull it out of his tone. ass or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like pulls the yeah, pulls, like has a massive bazooka. He pulls out of his ear. That would have been. I would have actually really enjoyed that. That is a different movie. <laughs> it's a different movie. That's a better one. Anyway. <laughs> I disagree. Um, so th- th- this whole happens as like a big thing, and then it's out of focus. So Danny has to go up and talk to Nick. Who Nick is. This theater's a dump, right? Here's, here's the thing. Here's the part of the movie that I don't understand fully. In this world, in 1993, does pe- do people hate movies now? Because the movie theater seems completely run down, and no one's in the movie theater. And I would have understood if no one was in the movie theater, <clears throat> but the movie theater was still like a nice movie theater. I would have been like... Yeah, people don't like this movie. Yeah, but no but one's coming to this movie No theater. one's coming to this movie theater. So I'm like, is this a weird alternate universe where Netflix ha- exists in 1993 uh. and like the movie industry is dying? Because I, I don't get, like, why Why that, is the no, movie theater? A good point. So when they come out, there is also another theater across the street. So it is in, oh, so it's I, in downtown, yeah. New, like, it's meant to be in, like, highly populated, yo. Know, like Hell's uh, Kitchen kind of Hell's area. Kitchen, like, yeah, where every, <laughs> where every business is failing because yeah. drugs and, and crime. Sure. Um, so I think that was the idea. Right, that, like, right. Yeah, that movies had fallen away and we can blame VHS or... My, my main irritation <laughs> in this is, like, like, he just spends all his time, like, asleep or showing films. Why not just take, like, five minutes and clean up some of that graffiti. Well, That's you know, all over the Nick's walls. tried it before, but the kids just come back and graffiti. Nick's more. jaded, man. Wow. You can see it in his. You can see it in his performance. This, this is another movie though, which has a really enjoyable relationship between a child and an old man. You don't, you don't get them nowadays. It was, yeah, like yeah. we've shied away from it because we're like, and... should we really be teaching children to go to a midnight screening with an old man? <laughs> no, no is the answer. Oh, I got all dressed up for you, Danny. <laughs> Here's, don't, here's a magical ticket. Yes, you go and sit and I'll watch. <laughs> but he, yeah, I agree with you. Nick needs to sort of shit out. Like just take, yeah, just take a couple of hours to, you know, maybe yeah. scrub the walls a little. But then we, we jump to school. Oh. Yeah, the, so the old lady in it, 
the old lady teacher. She's the wife of Laurence Olivier and makes the reference to Hamlet because her husband was actually in Hamlet because it's Laurence Olivier. Right. There's some trivia. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I love about this movie is you have weird right. stuff like that that there's no reason for us to know or get. Yeah. yeah. I like that we also, we planed it down to his, his wife. Uh, she was his third wife. Oh, okay. <laughs> because he was Laurence Olivier. Um, but yeah, so like that idea that she's the teacher introducing Laurence Olivier seems surreal. Um, we also got that sweet, sweet cutaway. Tell me, Mike, you can't be angry. No, I, I love, I love Arnie and Hamlet. The Arnie and Hamlet in black and white is hilarious. I mean, that's great. right, right up the alley of like bordering on goofy. Oh yeah, parody. yeah. Oh, it was so goofy. The Wilhelm scream is in the first <laughs> five seconds of yes, it. He like yeah. punches the guy out a window or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. And then you get like splashes of color. So mm-hmm. this is a black and white yeah. movie with splashes of color. That was actually really this beautiful. Was, this was before Schindler's <laughs> List. Yeah, that was stunning. Actually. Honest to God. That Steve- was actually a historical moment in filmmaking. <laughs> no, here's some trivia. Steven Spielberg was meant to, was offered the wow. chance to direct this, but instead did Schindler's List. Wow, imagine wow. if, if Spielberg. It would have been a much better movie. We would have been talking about Schindler's List right now. Because <laughs> Arnie would have been in Schindler's oh, List. Yeah, he, would have, he would have been Schindler. <laughs> I just wish I could have helped more. <laughs> so many more people I could have helped. <laughs> Instead of a little girl, it'll be Eddie Fairlong. <laughs> Eddie Fairlong in a red jacket. <laughs> but this was beautiful. I also feel like Arnold's at an age now, and I'm not telling him what to do with his career, but maybe now's a good time to make that Hamlet. Yeah. You're telling me wouldn't we wouldn't, like, in the world of, like, uh, all of those weird 80s movies that we're doing now, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. like, what am I thinking? Like, the Kung Fu? Kung Fury. Kung Fury. Um, any of, you could make this movie now, yeah. and it would be so much fun with the splashes of color. Hey, who knows? Maybe we'll give Frank Miller another try at directing. So this was, but this was fun, right? Like, this was a weird, fun, like, to be or not to be. Not to be. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. Yeah, I really liked it. It was a fun moment. I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it, it was my favorite moment of the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. I was super. Oh, uh, there's one more moment, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Doesn't he also whip out a gun and like starts firing? Oh, oh yeah, he, he, oh, like, he yeah. goes akimbo. He has yeah. like two Uzis. Yeah, <laughs> two yeah, Uzis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's great. Smokes them all, yeah. Yeah, oh it gets <laughs> I love the progression though. It goes from the Uzis to, yeah. to, to the massive explosion with the walk away this movie knows its tropes yeah like and even to have like a trope within the uh, within a movie so like to have a cutaway and then throw that walk away explosion in there it was cool stuff uh and then they go to the mum, and this scene has so much great exposition it's super intense exposition just him and his mum, and she's like i work hard and i'm a widow and i have to go to work and you are responsible (laughs) okay bye you know what it felt like it felt like the exposition you get in a video in like a bad video game where it's like telling you the next mission (laughs) that's what it felt like yeah you know when when it's like all right listen up you're going to go to China to infiltrate. Like, it felt like that, where yeah, it's yeah. like explaining to you what yeah, you're going to do next. It's like, Snake, uh, you might want to walk quietly. Yeah. I think I can hear a Chinook on the roof. I think there might be a rocket launcher around the corner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt <laughs> like. It was like so, it was so, the exposition yeah. was so pronounced yeah. and so like, we're telling you things about the movie now. <laughs> I'll be honest though, I, uh, when I, I still remember when I first saw it, I was not expecting the junkie to burst through the door. Yeah. Like for me, that was like, I thought he was going to get out and make it to the movie theater. 
like as like a ooh, he oh, made it. Yeah. But the junkie just came in and it was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, and then traps him in, in like a bathroom. And yeah. Like, yeah. It's real creepy. It's super uncomfortable. Oh, it is harsh. But I'll tell you this. Oh, and then they lay the Chekhov's um, gun of the, um, he gets the key for the handcuffs. Yeah, he does. Which he uses so much later in the movie. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, you wait an hour and 10 minutes and he's like, oh, yeah. Ah. Oh, here's, Pay that, off. here's that toilet <laughs> key that I kept. I, I, I'm really disappointed they didn't add a scene where, of him fishing for it in the toilet. Just six <laughs> yeah, minutes of him really like, trying to get it. Oh, it's slippery. Yeah, and then just like crying oh, midway. Yeah, like, it, it, turns out, it turns out it's in the bathtub next to him. He's like, yeah. oh, God. He's like covered in toilet water. Oh, he's like, oh, why did mum make me leave it mellow? But then after this, he, he calls the police. He ends up at a police station. The police guy's like, okay, go home. Your, your mum will be back after work. Yeah, I don't understand that. What we don't have time to walk him home. Yeah. He'll be fine. All I'm going to say, though, is if, if I was assaulted and my mum didn't come and pick me up in the middle of the night to come home from a police station, I'd be really unhappy about it. <laughs> to well, be honest. No, but he was stoked because he's like, I'm going to want to get this friggin' police report done and go watch Jack Reacher or whatever. Um, Jack, <laughs> yeah. Jack Ryan Jack, Reacher Jack Slater. Ryan. <laughs> You're watching Jack Ryan Reacher Slater. <laughs> Five. The thing about this movie is you have to give it a lot of wiggle room. So mm. I notch it up to shock. I think he was in shock. He was like, I've just got to get to my happy place. Right. The creepy old man is. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> That's generous. Nick's not creepy also. I shouldn't be. He's a lovely old gentleman who's doing his best. I also love that he turns up, doesn't tell Nick that at all. <laughs> Nick's like, oh, I, I gave up on you. He's just, oh, I was home invaded and I had to go to the police. I, I was handcuffed. It's a very traumatic. All right, let's get the movie rolling. Why does... Why does you? Why do your hands smell like piss? <laughs> See, <laughs> and that's Danny asking Nick. <laughs> when you reach a certain age, it's, it's just harder to. To be honest, look, let's, that's why. All, <laughs> that's why no one's coming to this movie theater. Yeah, he's just peeing himself constantly in the back. Oh, Nick! <laughs> no one has the heart to tell him he just stinks of piss. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. That's why no one's ever been. It smells like piss all oh, the time. Yes, the worst. <laughs> now the air conditioning comes through the projection. Now, juice. I, now I genuinely feel bad for Nick. <laughs> Nick, well, because then he gave that beautiful, heartfelt monologue oh, no. about being given the magic ticket. Yeah. Which I thought was lovely, and he's like, I wasn't strong enough to yeah. do it. But that Houdini nonsense really puts it yes. into like deep into like kiddie territory. Yeah, well, I mean he, it is a kids movie. He was right? still, thing, well, yeah. but it, but that part of it is a kids movie, right? Right. Because this is the thing: is it change changes gears all the time, which is why it can be very jarring for some people. Sure. But that was one hundred percent. That's that big. That's that yeah. Freaky Friday. That's all of those things where he's like, and here's a fantastical tale that I'll tell you as we walk slowly through the foyer. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then I'll hand you the object. Yeah. And you yeah. will go. Ooh, <laughs> they yeah. tear it and there's a little jingle oh it was it's so 90s though eh it's okay, so yeah, 90s yeah. yeah which I miss I miss a lot I miss that like kids gritty kids movie with some kind of enchanted thing in it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's not like Goonies kind of vibe yeah, yeah. kind of Goonies yeah. yeah or even they have like uh, the never ending story has a little bit of that vibe yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you know Jumanji. outside of the never ending story what was the yeah. Um, Jumanji yeah, yeah, Jumanji, Jumanji, yeah. Jumanji the Macaulay Culkin one where he becomes animated Home Alone. Nutcracker no. Pinocchio no. was it Pagemaster Pagemaster yeah. was that Macaulay Culkin I'm pretty sure yeah Whoa. and he becomes animated and he, yeah and I loved Pagemaster yeah that was cool wow. you haven't seen Pagemaster I have not seen no. me and Anossi are sitting I here just, like Pagemaster's good I'm man I'm so glad you've seen it usually I say things and everyone just looks at me and I feel sad <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're the nick of the situation <laughs> <laughs> 
magic to get Danny the whole time was just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Get to the movie next. Slowly cut to Mike just peeing himself. Yeah, that's why the ticket was a bit nasty. In his pocket. It doesn't come. It doesn't come through on screen, but it was sticky. The ticket. The ticket was. If it was 4D, everyone would leave that cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some good sleight of hand too. So yeah, yeah he was uh, pretty good. That was my favorite sleight of hand. The look at this hand. Here it is. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh snap! I was like, Damn, Nick. I think Nick is holding back. Yeah, yeah. Okay, before we go into the movie. Yeah. The okay. This frustrates me about the movie. The dynamite comes through the movie screen into the theater. Mm-hmm. We remember that part, right? Yeah. And then he, he either he throws the popcorn onto the he dynamite. Dro- he, he puts it on face down as though he has no concept how aerated popcorn is. Yeah, right. And then <laughs> and then the dynamite explodes, mm-hmm. blowing him into the movie. Here's the thing. <laughs> He should have died at that point in the movie, and the movie should be over. Because the blast blew him into the movie, at which point the, no. the, he hadn't been injured in the movie world, and he was instantly healed. There is a deleted scene, right. but he was injured in the real world. That doesn't make any he sense, because when they came right. back to the real world, anyway, the, it frustrates me. There is, a deleted, there is a deleted scene which shows him being thrown into the movie from the explosion. Oh, re- the, yeah. are you being serious? Yeah, yeah, it got cut out. We'll put Whoa. that in, because that's <laughs> such not in the movie. No. No, like, he, it just explodes, and there's light, and then boom, he's in the car. Oh, I got yeah. the vibe that he was like, whoa. No, no. Nah. <laughs> I think I just spilled that in. Just one bit of trivia for like fans of the podcast. <laughs> when the screen comes up, it says a Franco Colombo movie. Like Franco Colombo. Colombo. Which, as we all know, is Arnie's best mate and the oh. star of Barretta's Island. Also, yeah, so uh, Barretta's Island is an awful movie. Listen to our bonus episode. This is what a good friend Arnold Schwarzenegger was because Franco never managed to get any critical mass. He wanted to be an Arnold Schwarzenegger. He never had it. This is how much Arnold loves him is that he put his name in there. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I'm just going just gonna to mention as well the music that you see when the titles come up is uh, Angry Again by Megadeth, okay. which is a hell of a great metal track. I was written specifically for this movie. Oh, wow. Don't, yeah. Don't, I love don't, Megadeth. Don't. <laughs> I can't say I've listened to Megadeth before. Another hot sauce, Megadeth hot sauce. But not the band. <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest thing for me is I, when you. I was like, oh, I have not heard of Megadeth Hot Sauce. Is that a song I should know about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's not. It's not at all. It's actually Hot Sauce. It's actually Hot Sauce. <laughs> yeah. I should have known by the name. And weirdly, called Megadeth, not that hot. Not that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Promise Still alive. Yeah, yeah, Still yeah. alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what a Megadeth is? Is it something to do with a star? Is it no. when the dinosaurs all die? <laughs> a Megadeth is uh, 10 million deaths. Oh. Wow. That, that's how you measure. Uh, catastrophes. What's up, ultra death? I don't know. Genocide. Fatality. <laughs> also, mega death, 10 million deaths. Humanity should not need these numbers. Yeah. Just be nicer to we each other. Yeah. yeah, the fact that we have a term for that is disgusting in <laughs> itself. Yeah, that's true. Like that someone sat down and went, I feel like 10 million needs its own name. Yeah. <laughs> so many, like there's been so many 10 million deaths. We're like, what yeah. are we going to call? We can't just keep calling it 10 million deaths. Yeah, we need right. to give it a shorthand. Yeah, it's like mega death. It's like when World War One was called the Great War. Yeah. And then right. World War II rolled around and we went ah oh, damn pretty, we called it the pretty good war yeah <laughs> <laughs> didn't live up to the first yeah, part that, that. not the same it wasn't as brutal no. in terms of villain introductions this yeah. is one of my favourites in movies because it is so methodical in how they introduce Benedict yeah 
Because they put you, give you like, uh, what is it, Mr. Vivaldi or whatever his yeah, name yeah. is, and he's like, the, "Look at me, I'm the villain." But mm. then as soon as they turn to Benedict, yeah, oh, they do like a musical sting. They do like a, a zoom in. He lowers his paper. He has a catchphrase. He has like his eye. He's got a hook. It like, yeah. you know, a visual hook, not an actual hook. That would have been terrific, though. Yeah, oh. the fact that he can he can like shoot a target maybe twenty feet away, dead center, using his glass eye to target it. That's impressive. And a skill he never uses again <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> that's true he never does that again it's like a telequist skill he just, he, just, he just becomes an uncoordinated British guy after that yeah like, <laughs> that's all he is after that when when you intro- when he gets introduced you assume he's gonna be like a badass right but then he's not he's not at all like he needs his goons the whole time yeah no like he's a sniveling henchman who like yeah. finds his own finds his oats like two thirds into the movie yeah it's weird right. I did like that though because he is he's set up as the henchman yeah conceptually but he's always shown as the villain to us yeah so as us watching last action hero he's clearly the villain but to people watching jack slater 3 he's the, the henchman sub- he's the yeah. henchman he answers wow. the door yeah right but this was like the when they go to see frank so when yeah. when arnold comes around with groceries <laughs> <laughs> and he opens it and frank's in there played by uh art carney I yeah yeah art carney which is incredible like old school uh comedian and they have the what is it the cards that go the five four three two <laughs> that Wow. That scene is unreal. Because how does the time bomb know? I had I, I had this exact thought, and the, I hate it, but I was like, no, that wouldn't work. And my brother went, well, the cards are stopping a conduit from connecting. So as soon as he removes the cards, those two, the metal that was holding them would touch, and that triggers the here's countdown. The, here's the thing, though. He never got to the last card. He didn't get to one. He got to like two. He pulled out three, grabbed two, I, and then the explosion happened. I thought he pulled out all of them he and pulled, then he was no, rotating he, he did. He pulled, he pulled the cards off the body. Yeah. But he never got to the last card. He so, never got to the last so card. So the argument was that him pulling out the cards triggered the five second um, countdown. Oh, I see what you mean. Oh, right. Oh, okay. it, either way, it's such a... Who re- told you this? <laughs> I watched it with my brother and he was like, clearly that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> And I just sat there and went, okay. <laughs> that, the house explosion was epic, though. What Holy was more, shit, what was, was more epic than that was Arnie's. It's a bomb. And then, <laughs> uh, and then the cut to the um, police officer in the tree. Oh, that was great. Uh, two days from retirement. Yeah, that yeah. was great. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's actually actually when you think about it, that's very sad. So, <laughs> I assumed he wasn't dead. Oh, he died. Oh, he had he had the last he gave his last, his last gasp. That yeah. was he went, last... Ah, and then with this oh, movie, no. I wouldn't have even oh. been surprised if Frank had turned up at the end. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you died in that explosion. <laughs> we had so this is now Danny's in, and they're doing that massive um, what is it, a muscle car with guys in Uzis chasing him? Yeah, just just before Danny comes in though is Arnie shooting TNT mid-air to kind of propel it bouncing it around yeah that's not how TNT works guys <laughs> very unstable it wasn't even to propel it it was like to change its direction yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like yeah. to control it in here he was like bang yeah he bang, created a, a bullet volley with a lit <laughs> uh, dynamite stick that's amazing um, but I do love this because there's a lot of meta stuff going on in the sequence of right. like he changes the soundtrack to the chase with his mini disc yeah player. right 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 <laughs> that's what that, that's the thing any anything in the movie world i'm fine with because it's so it's really self-aware it's more self-aware than i thought it was gonna be and and i was like they're doing this part really well if they 
I kind of agree with you now, now that I'm, I think about it more. If they leaned into it harder, then we would have just seen this movie as a straight-up comedy, as like a pure comedy. But because it doesn't, now I'm starting to think, well, this movie doesn't really know what it is. It's confused. Which is the argument that every reviewer, I think, had. <laughs> which, yeah. But to me, and this is something which oh, I... Oh, about this movie specifically? About, yeah, about this movie. Interesting. But one of the things I loved about this movie is that it's not... I don't think that it's not that it didn't know what it wanted to be. I think that it was trying to be something that we don't understand. Oh, it's too, it's too advanced it's, for us. Uh, no, uh, don't use the term advanced. <laughs> You're thinking of forward and back, and what yeah. I'm saying is more, we're on the highway, this is in the jungle. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> is, okay, okay. Because like, that's why I think it's good for it not to be that heavily parodying. Sure. Because it's, I don't think that it parodies as much as it's satires. It's okay. like, it's just doing the thing yeah. with a nod, whereas you're you're going, hey, we want it to do the thing with like an actual, like, this is what we're doing. Yeah, I agree, right. but I, could, I can watch a parody for two hours. I can't watch a satire for more than 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah that's why they transition to the real world halfway through. <laughs> Which then, beca- then it just becomes, becomes a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> Which, in, in my defense, I love bad movies, so it's a win-win yeah. for me. Yeah, I, yeah, I said I love bad movies as well, so... I preferred it when it went to the real world, yeah, to be honest. If anything, when it went to the real world, it made the whole movie more satisfying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two hours of just this. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. This. But some, uh, one moment that did kind of go all the way over, though, I think, is like when the car went down, yeah. it jumped off the bridge, and then it went up. It's so like jumped off the bridge, referencing Terminator 2. And yeah, the truck, right, right. And then he drives up and lands on a Coke truck yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah. i love it's just an acknowledgement of the not real world physics as well as product placement there's a there's lot a, of heavy there's heavy a scene products. there's a scene where oh, this is a bit later in the movie so i'm jumping ahead a little bit but just to speak to the like not real world physics i think one of my favorite scenes is when he's on the bike and he wants to play chicken with the car because he's like yep. i'm a hero i'm gonna win and then he realizes he's not and he veers off, and then the bike flies into the air, and then kind of like in an E.T. It's kind totally of, E.T. Wow. He's like, he's like flying, and then lands on a house. I'm like, yes. this movie does not give a fuck. <laughs> that whole sequence, the moon is like ten <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it feels like it's built just for that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to go back too much to it, but yeah. I did. Um, one of my favorite moments in this movie is when he shoots a guy off the back of the truck and, and he, into an ice cream, and truck. it explodes <laughs> and shoots shoots an ice cream into the back of the guy's head. And his one liner is to cone a phrase. <laughs> We're not even half half an hour into this movie, and yeah. that and I was like, "That's my moment." Yeah. <laughs> so we, we go into the police station, and there's a nice little cameo from the T1000 and Sharon Stone, which was oh. interesting. The Sharon Stone uh, reference that I saw was people say that it was a Basic Instinct reference, but at the end of the movie, they um, actually thank Total Recall. So my question is, would it not make more for her to be his wife from Total Recall? That's what I thought as well. Yeah, because why would you have a cameo? Yeah, right. As a basic instant character, which has nothing to do with this kind yeah. of genre. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Nah. But the just that sweet T-1000 cameo is so great because he just walks straight up to the... And he yeah. has that intense look where you're just like, oh, that is a... Ca-, that, like, cameos are meant to be like, hey, I'm here. Whereas he's like, I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm T-1000. But all the women are dressed in like weird PVC latexy kind of stuff. Of, like, it had that vibe of like, oh, the police have to be sexy. Also, yeah. the- it was just like this weird over-the-top police station. And I felt like... It was it was a real weird sharp turn because nothing in the movie world told us that it was a weird place. And then you get to the police station and they all of a sudden... So here's my justification for this. Is that I, there was a conduit and when you pull... It actually is. I believe that the police station is a conduit between different movies. 
So that was the comment that I think they were making is not that these people existed in the Jack Slater movie, but right. that this uh, police station was like the center for a bunch of different movie people coming but in at and what out. Point, but at what point do we see the reference? As soon Other as they start matching people up, and it's like, oh, each pairing is, is a, a buddy zany cop movie. movie. Yeah, is like. So this oh. is like the nexus of the multiverse is the police station. Yeah, which is okay. so ridiculous. Because when there was like there was like Cartoon Duck with like some dude. Or... It was Cartoon Cat. Voiced cartoon by, Cat. That's voiced right. by Danny DeVito. Really? Yes. But it was like one line. <laughs> no, he comes back later on. Oh, yeah. that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. <laughs> Which I love. Yeah, but it had like all of those gags where they had like, oh, Slims with fat. Yeah. Oh, you know, this person with that. You know, right. so-and-so with a, a black and white digital recreation of Humphrey Bogart. And you're like... But here's my question. <laughs> if that's what this world is, does Arnie know that? Does he know that? Because he's acting like he's a Jack cop. Jack Slater does not. Jack Slater does not. No. I he's th- a cop in his head. Yeah. So I think that they all just live in this reality. I I think that each of them has their own lieutenant that they go in and each lieutenant fits with the different right, area. Right, right, right. You know, that the fembot, like ninjas, you know, the PVC ones, they come in and probably have a digital boss who's yeah, there. Yeah, right. Yeah, like a Max Headroom cyberpunk dude. We're giving it, like I say, we're giving this you've a lot. Of give it, you've got to give it enough room to be what you need it to be. <laughs> yeah, and then they make the Amadeus reference, which is such a deep cut. Like, even for 1993, like, people yeah. are not that familiar with Amadeus. Yeah. That like, and I've seen it a couple of times and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, I guess it is that guy. <laughs> I love the lieutenant though. Later! The lieutenant is the most lieutenant-y lieutenant I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> you can't get any more lieutenant So uh, one thing that I hadn't noticed but got pointed out to me is when he's chewing out Slater, behind him on the monitor is all of these like um, natural disasters and it led, there's like volcano explosion, there's like a hurricane. Every time they cut back to him, there's a new I didn't notice that. natural like thing <laughs> Whereas, like, here's a tidal wave behind him. And then when he finally recenters, it changes back to just being the police logo. Oh, really? so it's like a oh. mood. It's a mood. <laughs> it's, it's literally mood just it's like his mood. mood ring. It's, a, <laughs> it's a mood TV it's a, screen. It's a mood ring on the TV <laughs> screen. <laughs> so when he's chewing them out, he's like, this volcano going. I was like, yeah. oh, this is so unsubtle. But I hadn't noticed it before. And like when like one of the women walk in, all of a sudden there's like porn in the background, and you're like, Ugh, oh, sergeant, <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> uh, I did love the um, like kids movie like bending of reality where he just like leans in and goes, "Well, meet your new partner." Yeah. <laughs> that's that's at, that's the point where I was like, right, okay, this is the movie. Don't expect anything of any kind of. S- common sense to occur leave reason at the door yeah just compl- that's the point where I just went okay that's what this is yeah because everything before that we haven't been in this world for that long yet and that's the point where it tells you this reason is, is over cartoon. yeah this is yeah. a reason and is that's over. why I think that like we're because they have a bunch of script issues we can acknowledge that yeah of course. and that's kind of that scene needed to come before they revealed the police station yeah <laughs> like if they'd come in a way where it kind of felt a little bit normal yeah and you hadn't yeah. seen that that then once they were partners they walked out and you were like oh yeah this is a weird nexus of things happening yeah, yeah, but because yeah. they didn't have that it's kind of like what yeah <laughs> what? and then uh, they go to blockbuster yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like they're like kind of <laughs> and stallone is stallone is still stallone yes yeah which was like what <laughs> not what? only is he still stallone now he's more stallone yeah he's more yeah, stallone, he's more stallone. <laughs> Which is so confusing to me. Why is Stallone still Stallone? Because everyone can be themselves. Like, so because they're writing the movie, the only person they need to change is Arnold. Because yeah, he can't be there and out of there. Why does that reality need a Terminator 2 for us to be aware of? It's purely for a joke that doesn't really... 
too much. Hey, it's, that joke, that whole scene was very important to establish Jack Slater as a horn dog. Which doesn't come back again? Yeah, it he's, does not. He's a horn dog <laughs> once, and a really bad, like mm-hmm. weird European horn dog who's like, "Oh, let me dog to you for longer." I don't know. I'm doing. A, I don't know. I'm doing a Russian accent. <laughs> it was that weird. Thing. Ah, great work on getting a phone number. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the worst horn dog. Like, yeah, all right. What do you? I guess you'll call her later. Yeah. And it wasn't that long after that that he, he calls out his own his own catchphrase. The I'll be back moments. Ah, I bet you didn't think oh. I'd say that. And it's like, how can you reference that when you've only used it like six times in movies? It's not like a... Also, Terminator 2 stars Sylvester Stallone. That's his catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. True. Oh, man. This I'll movie... Actually, oh, man. There's so many potholes that... Uh, yeah. You can't You can't get too caught up in it. Or you're you gonna cannot. Mind. To be too caught up in it would be a big mistake. Because uh, that's his catchphrase in, in Jack Slater yeah. that we barely yeah. use. No. <laughs> They imply that it's used all the time, but yeah. he uses it, what, twice? Yeah. His daughter uses it once. Are we at the mansion? Can yeah. we talk about it? Which is my favorite joke of the whole movie. Oh, tell me more. Is when he, when he knocks on the door and he says, can I speak to the drug dealer of the house? Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty good. I like that. <laughs> okay, here's the thing that took me back about this scene. They get to the door and he knocks on the door and he opens the door and there's an ambiguous Asian looking man and I don't know if you noticed, but the music in the background was dun 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 Did you notice that? Yeah, oh, yeah, it was there. Oh. That was, that actually knocked me back a little. <laughs> and oddly enough, probably slightly less racially charged than when he was Sub-Zero. And they rang a giant <laughs> gong when he came on, on screen. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah he, he is. He very easily could be Hawaiian. He could be, yeah. I, I, just looking at him, he is such a delight. But yeah. he never got an action scene or, uh, or anything. He got the, one of the saddest deaths in this. He got killed in the chicken That's race right. in real life. His death scene is them just walking past and being like, should have worn your seatbelt. All right, moving along. That's it? That was it. <laughs> they, they, they racially abuse him and then kill him off like that? Yeah, he did almost nothing. Oh, I think he offered to get Benedict a sandwich at one point, and Benedict was like, no, but the pool could do with some attention. Oh, yeah. Because he just yeah. murdered... Uh, Vivaldi? Uh, Vivaldi, yeah. yeah, right. But it was... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out and say Vivaldi's my favorite character in the whole movie. I mean, I just love his shirts. Yeah, his shirts are great. His not really that Sicilian accent is really great. <laughs> it's like it's like borderline my Pakistani uncle. You know what I mean? Like, like One thing I don't want to skip over before we leave the yeah, mansion. Yeah. The dogs. Yeah, the dogs that did the pyramid. The dog pyramid. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> it made me so happy. Because it was so needless. Yeah, it was so needless. So needless. Such a weird joke. And that's where I agree with Mike. Is like, that's a joke from a Leslie Nielsen movie. Yeah. 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 That's a National Lampoon joke. That's yeah. a totally, it made no sense in this movie. <laughs> like, you know, for them to look over and them to be in a dog pyramid. Yeah, because the, the movie, the movie's... Even though it's a parody, the movie is still meant to be a serious action movie. The movie that the boy likes is a serious action movie. So at what point in a serious action movie does he go, they're well trained, and then clicks his fingers, and they're in a dog pyramid? That's my thing. No movie. You <laughs> like, imagine something like that trying to pull it like... You can imagine in, that in Lethal Weapon? In le- <laughs> Lethal Weapon, almost. Yeah, almost, You imagine actually. that in Die Hard, though? Yeah, no, no. it would never work. <laughs> you know, Hans Gruber. Being, These are some of the best men I could find. 
and then she just cut, and all of the Germans are in a human pyramid. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> That's weird, though. Yeah, I could actually kind of see it in Lethal Weapon. Yeah, kind of. Lethal Weapon has that, like, bizarreness to it, eh? Yeah. I think it's cl- this movie is closer to a Lethal Weapon than a Die Hard. It yeah. Is, yeah. But I, I do agree, it is. it lives strongly in cheesy no man's land. Yeah. I do love that little beat at the end when he reveals the smiley face glass eyeball. Mm-hmm. I really like that. For some reason, that like em- like embedded itself in my brain. The idea of having a smiley face in your eyeball, it really creeped me out. I don't know why. Yeah, man, have a nice day. Wow. Yeah. That yeah, was like his vision this whole time would just be smiley faces everywhere. Like <laughs> Wait, he can't see out of it. He can't see out of it? Oh, no. It's, Unless well, it's... How, no, no, it's a targeting tool. Oh, a smiley face eye is a targeting tool? I, I imagine I imagine his vision out of that eye to be the same vision as like the Terminator. So now I like the yeah. idea that the that, that eyes are functional and that when he has the bullet eye in, he can see Terminator style. But yeah. when he has the smiley face eye, yeah. it's just like a Snapchat filter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything is smiley faces like yeah, bubbling yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My therapist recommended I wear it. Yeah, and when he puts the poop eye in, it's just like the poop emoji on people's heads. <laughs> on everyone's heads, but yeah. they still talk like yeah. Yeah, an emoji. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> when he looks at Nick later, he just looks the same. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Nick Byrne. Oh, Nick. Um, <laughs> now we get to go to um, Jack Slater's ex-wife's house, where his daughter lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was weird. Where's, it was just his daughter there, who decided to just hook up with the kid? No, it was a, it was a fraternity. A sorority. A sorority thing. Yeah. She had to kiss a freshman because of the sorority that she's joining, even though she lives at home and not okay. at the okay, sorority. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Can I, okay, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Did you miss his part? She needs to kiss a freshman. He is clearly not a freshman. He's 11. (laughs) He is not a freshman. And also, her dad is right there. Why would... He was hidden. She couldn't see him. Where was he hidden? Behind the door. He was behind the... The kid was in the doorway and he was to the side. This is all clearly talked about in the movie. They clearly justify that kid getting a smooch. Yeah, because she was waiting for skeezy. Was it skeezy? Is this a, a sorority assumes it's a college? Yeah. 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 She's just kissed a ten-year-old. She could be. He could have been a genius. She, n- not in this world. Let me tell you, Mike. Not in this movie world. There are no geniuses in this movie world. <laughs> Actually, skeezy could have been a genius in this world because he, he like turned one. up. Yeah, he had glasses and braces. Yeah. Oh, so glasses and braces means you're smart. In last action hero. Yeah. True. Yeah. It I think otherwise we're getting uh, we're getting. I reckon I reckon his daughter just has a weird child fetish. Yeah, I think the door opened and <laughs> yeah. she was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, now's yeah. my moment." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she did seem into him. Yeah, in a way that was more than it should have been. Yeah, it was weird. I uh, like this scene though because they set up the photo of his son mm. as well as they set up the checkoffs counterfeit money. money. Yeah. Oh, I have this money and it changes a different color. That will come in later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then for no reason, Benedict burns it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, burn this for no reason. Uh, and, but they tried to play it off as if it was the kid's plan. Yeah. As if he was trying yeah. to be like, oh, I'm going to make him burn it. That so kid that, didn't know he was going to. No, he, did, he had no idea. Danny's not that smart. Danny, was Danny's it, was a dumbass. <laughs> what? Danny's a fucking dumbass. I think he is, but that's the True. point. He's meant to be irritating. <laughs> yeah. His daughter's name Meredith. Um, no, that was the actor's name, and oh, he yeah, kept, yeah, yeah, kept yeah. calling her Meredith because he knew her as the actor. As yeah, the, actor the character's name was Whitney. Whitney. Whitney, yeah, but she had a pretty sweet fight scene. Yeah, and she snapped the guy's neck, which is the most violent death. Okay, 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 okay. Here's another thing. <laughs> he totally murdered that guy. Here's another thing. <laughs> you murdered him very easily. Hey, do the 
that earlier. <laughs> no, because she had to get him alone so that, uh, like, because he took her away to to do things that are not going to be covered in the last action hero. Yeah, right. Um, but they do like to imply. Yeah. And so, they, which was why it was so great when she's beating him up and she's like, ah, oh no, yeah. ah, and then she, yeah, she murdered the shit out of him. <laughs> Literally just kills him in this kid's movie. Just snaps wow. his neck. Mm-hmm. You hear the crunch. Think- I'll take her over the kid then. I'll just swap those two around. And yeah. Just solve the yeah, 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 yeah. That would have been great. Yeah, as if Danny just disappears from the movie <laughs> yeah. and it's just Jack and, and Whitney the rest. And then he joins the sorority. And it turns out like <laughs> it turns out to a Porky's film. Yeah. <laughs> and it turns out that the bad guys just took Danny away, and the movie just doesn't address it. They just took him away. <laughs> he turns up right at the end, and he's like all battle hardened. I've seen some things. He's like, "Where were you?" <laughs> Jack's like, "You have to go back to your world." And he's like, "No, this is my world now." <laughs> And now he's the mob boss? Yes! Um, is that the end of the scene where Danny writes a word down on a pad and we don't know what it is and then he shows it to It's her. the C word, right? Or the F word? It's the F word. Because they can say Ooh. shit in the movie. Yeah, I really like the idea of it being the C word. Also though. in a PG, he says, you can't say that because it's a PG-13. In a PG-13, you're allowed like one or two F words. Yes. No, not even oh. one. You could... In 1993... Time, at the time, you're allowed three shits, but no fucks. Really? Yeah. And okay. Mick, took, right. Mick took way more than three shits during this movie. <laughs> that. No, no, it's really humorous. Can we leave Mick alone, please? Can we please leave Mick alone? All right, we'll talk about him later. Mick is hallowed ground. Uh, Jack jumps off the off the veranda. I've got to catch the red eye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because red eyes are... Uh, yeah, it's yeah. A, uh, and he has a red eye. Yeah. Uh, I love the chase scene where he has, that he has unlimited bullets in his handgun. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was fun. Then we have the Twilight Zone, right? When is that when Benedict? Yeah, when he has the half of the golden tickets and he and he touches the wall. Yeah, and then it plays the Twilight theme music, and then it goes. We're going into dimensions unknown. Here's, here, okay, here's here's another issue with the movie. Is <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of issues. I can't believe that there are any issues. Here's with the, the first movie. issue of the movie. <laughs> this is what frustrates me the most about the movie is that he gets a ticket. The ticket sends him to the other world. Then he goes to the other world, and for mm-hmm. like. 22 minutes it's pretty much him just trying to convince Arnie that this is a movie yeah. and Arnie being like you're crazy and oh, I like that one yeah thank you <laughs> and um, then all of a sudden the ticket just starts to work for the bad guy yeah why didn't it why didn't it work for him when he was trying to convince Arnie that's what annoyed me but he me. never tried to use it to convince Arnie there was definitely a scene where he had the ticket yeah, Did, yeah. Wasn't he tried to use it yeah no it's referenced early on when Nick says that the ticket does what the ticket wants so the ticket's a bad guy? <laughs> I don't know. The, no, the, <laughs> ticket, the ticket is a storyteller. Oh, wow. screw you, Dan. That That's it. the real villain in the movie. That the ticket. It. The ticket oh. actually wants Jack dead. The ticket unleashes death? Yeah. Mm. That's what the ticket It's wants. not a good ticket. Wow. <laughs> not a good and ticket. And it's a hero in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Some would say it's the bad guy as well. True. In Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it does get all of those kids killed. Yeah. Oh, wow. But it does get Grandpa out of bed, which is nice. Cause that is a few, <laughs> sacrificing a few kids for Grandpa getting out of bed is fine. To be honest, it was good. Yeah, like a new lease on life. Those yeah. kids, you think about Grandpa, he's 70. Each right. of those kids was like 10, and there's only four of them. Yeah. So it made a 30-year profit. <laughs> and, th- and those kids were terrible. Those kids were awful. Grandpa was also pretty awful. Should I talk about all the terrible fart jokes? Fart, fart is going to pass gas one more time. That was in the movie? Beautiful. Yeah. I don't the, that. the guy who they put all the bombs in, his name is Fart. Oh, that's right. And they put poisonous gas in him. Yeah. Now, the trick is, how would you, uh, how would you arm a bomb in a man named Fart? Is this, is this a gag? 
They had to pull his finger. Oh. Hey, Smith. <laughs> I hated it so much. <laughs> Very technical. This hey, whole scene it. should have been rewritten. Oh, it was awful. Like, who got away with this? Like, when they, they must have been going through rewrites and just been like, the fart scene, fuck it, leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> But then all, all the people like pull out guns, like all the mob people there pull out yeah. guns and they're all shooting at him and they all miss. And it's fine in that kind of environment, but again... He was running. <laughs> True. So, oh, this hotel has golden trash cans. It does, yeah. That's beautiful. That's a lovely touch. I thought that was a nice touch. It's and a really this nice is, design touch. Uh, practice gets uh, his comeuppance. Yep. And yeah. Whiskers comes back and saves them. And yeah, then we have all the shooting. Oh, I love Whiskers. And one of my favorite, what is it? It's him picking up the dead guy. This man is not dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just running around with him on his shoulder. I love, uh, like, I love physical gags. That crane coming in and just slowly plowing through all the people was one of the most satisfying things to me. Like <laughs> that, that to me is on par with when you get those videos of people like slowly cutting um, oh, yes. <laughs> Deep satisfaction. Um, when the guy goes into the tar pit and he explodes underneath the tar, yeah, and you see the bubble, yeah, was that CGI? Or was no, that I reckon that was real. Yeah, it looked yeah. really good. That's it why, looked yeah. good. Yeah. I reckon they, I reckon it happened on the first take, and they were like, "Well, we're buying it because of the bubble." <laughs> yeah. like, you know what yeah. I mean? The bubble was good. Yeah, I think it was, that was great. It also was a great moment of uh, that kid spent like 15 minutes just running around California threatening people with a gun. Yeah. Like there's a 10-year-old just being like, I have a gun, do the things I say. This is where I'm like, this cannot be a children's movie. Yeah. You do not. You wouldn't oh, have this hold up now, right? Like, hey, uh, yeah, we just want a kid to run through La Brea tar pits with a gun. <laughs> Ooh, so a... then we uh, jump over to Vivaldi's house. Vivaldi's dead. Benedict kills him. Ah, oh, in that beautiful like 20 style bathing suit yeah, yeah. man and then uh, <laughs> I was genuinely Slater. sad when Vivaldi Bene died but Benedict right after that um, this is something I'd never noticed but when he breaks the fourth wall and talks to the audience oh yeah you yeah. can actually see the film crew in the reflection can you when it pans by and I honestly yeah. think it's on purpose wow I did not notice that That's yeah because cool. he's talking to the audience yeah. when he knows that and yeah I kind of like that that's kind of cool. You can see the film crew. Yeah, you can see the film crew tracking along beside him in the reflection of the window. So then why is Arnie so opposed to this idea of it's a movie? Well, because Arnie doesn't know. So I think that's in there for us. I think they don't know because he Benedict. That's the moment that Benedict realizes that it's a movie. Yeah, I think Benedict is aware of it. So it makes sense that in his reality, it's starting to come. Is it, well. it kind of is it kind of like that? Is it kind of like that thing of like? Um, back when when Europeans hadn't come to New Zealand yet, and Maori people went out and looked at the at the horizon, mm -hmm. even though ships were coming to New Zealand, they couldn't see the ships because they didn't have any concept of what a ship was. Yes. Yeah. So, oh, so yeah. So in they our... don't have any concept of what a move, what it means to be in a movie. Right. <laughs> he sees the film crew. They the whole can't. Time. They can't even see the film crew. So this whole time, Jack and Danny, like Danny doesn't mention it, yeah. but the whole time there's an actual film crew following yeah. them around. And Danny doesn't going... think to say, "There's a film crew." It's like a real low rent Truman show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like it's Truman show, but they just hypnotize Truman not to see the yeah. camera. Yeah. 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 So it's like every other person on the Truman show except for Jim Carrey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> there's a good bit where he says, here's something for uh, for destroying my ex-wife's house. And he punches him in the stomach, I think. No, no, it's uh, this is for, oh, th this is for trying to hurt my daughter, I think. But it's no, the no, second no, no, one no. is. Oh, the, yeah, 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 right. yeah, the second one is, and that's for blowing up my ex's house. And he just slaps him on the wrist. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> that's quite <laughs> funny. Quite a nice moment. That's quite a good gag. Yeah. <laughs> now we're in the real world. 
nice. and they jump into like that chase where he tries to blow up the car yeah. with his handgun, which is such a wonderful anticlimax where he's like, what's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we get the, and then Sub-Zero becomes Plane Zero in the chicken car crash, which was brutal. Oh, like, yeah, the gr- yeah. Well shot though, right? Like just hanging out and watching the two cars down the end, like smash. Yeah, the crash was a lot. I thought, I honestly thought they were going to go down the, the road of... Um, the cars kind of comically just go bonk, you know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> and it's like this funny anti-climax. Yeah. They just went full crash. Yeah. It was like bang, and the backs of the cars went flying up. It was full on. Yeah, it was like a drunk driving ad. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if this whole movie was a drunk driving ad and it got to that point and then it just said, like, dr- drink, drive, bloody idiot. <laughs> if you drink and drive, you're a bloody idiot. <laughs> yeah. And then he looks over and Sub-Zero's all covered in blood. Yeah. And he's yeah, like, yeah. right? Because he's, he's covered in blood. Yeah. He's a bloody... Now I'm explaining. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nick's fallen asleep watching the print that he was meant to be checking. Yeah. Uh, Jack Slater comes in and has that traumatized moment where he yeah. realizes his whole life has been for the entertainment. Of, he has an yeah. existential oh. crisis and then Nick kind of talks him out of it somehow with nonsense. Um, yeah. Why not? Good old Nick. <laughs> I do want to talk about a lovely detail, which is um, Danny lives in apartment number 3D. Yeah. Because he's in the real world. Uh, and his mom's like, there are nine million kids out there with guns. And I'm like, yeah, Danny was one of them. He <laughs> <laughs> was running the fuck through. I also think that 3D thing was just a coincidence. I don't think any of the filmmakers knew. <laughs> like, it just happened. I, I feel like I'm doing, like, the high school uh, film studies version <laughs> yeah. of this, where, like, everything has meaning. Mean something. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, like, on set, they're like, we're just rushing to get this out. We, we have to get this out the week after Jurassic Park, so yeah. it's a guaranteed Fire. <laughs> 3A to C was all books, so we had to go through. <laughs> we went, that's just the one that was there. Benedict discovers that the real world, no one cares if someone steals your sneakers. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. He has that wonderful moment that he goes to the, um, the garage mechanic. and shoots a guy and then just says, what is, What's his word? Um, Hello! I just shot somebody and I did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody does anything about it. Uh, it's, it's such a great moment of like people are just like fuck alright yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah but then one guy goes hey keep it down out there it's trying to it's trying to like push home that like New York's this gritty place where yeah. no one cares about you oh heartbreak yeah 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 uh, and then uh, Danny and Jack Slater's uh, Jack, Danny's mum and Jack Slater have been up all night and Arnie has that boning am I right <laughs> no no they were because they have that oh. great line uh, <laughs> I've never just talked to a woman it's neat. <laughs> oh yeah, the horn dog's back. It, well, but the thing is, he he doesn't have sex with her because it's not the movie. But it's still, but it's implying, yeah. it's implying that in the in his world, he is a horn dog. Oh yeah, yeah. He just like cut to. <laughs> he end just of, smashes him. Um, yeah. It is the weird Mozart thing, which I they're implying that uh, classical music doesn't exist in action movies. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess is like which maybe, is wrong because every villain in an action movie. Listens to classical yeah. music. Yeah. Yeah. But then is it the case that Jack Slater's never around because right. he's not a villain? Sure. I felt like this was such a reach for a bit. Yeah, it was a real reach. Yeah. They... At some point, Jack Slater has been walking through, like sneaking through a mansion and classical yeah. music's been playing. At some point <laughs> in his life. It just was yeah. not worth it for the who is Mozart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the Ripper comes back, which I didn't really see why. Yeah, I didn't really like the Ripper. As a, a as a element to this movie, he was a no. weird. The thing is, the the Ripper is such a basic bitch. Yeah, it's like he doesn't add anything. He's like yeah. even his when he goes incognito, it's just him wearing a jacket over his ring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like he's a lazy video game character. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and everything like ex- I do love how basic he is though. Like right when he comes in, what does he do? 
oh, I have a child. Where do I take the child? To the roof. I hope it starts raining. Yeah. Like that's all he can do. <laughs> but we did do, we're at the premiere. Yeah, we had loads of uh, celebrity cameos. I don't think I ever need to see Little Richard in HD. <laughs> like, like I love Little Richard, but just seeing, I was like, oh god, someone hugged that man. Yeah, <laughs> but it was Chevy Chase, uh, John Claude Van Damme. Wow, we got to see uh, Jim Belushi again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Jim Belushi, don't be trying to poo-poo on Arnold. You ruined Red Heat. You did. <laughs> um, Benedict does a face-off, and on top of the roof. But also, like, what is it? Benedict's like, uh, or get, oh no, the Ripper gets, makes him get rid of his gun, and he just throws it off the building into a crowd. Yeah. <laughs> That's, here's the thing: they're very like, even in the, in the beginning of the movie, Arnie is re- like, everyone's really blasé with guns. And I'm assuming they're like loaded guns. Oh yeah. Don't yeah. just chuck guns around. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, he has like a rack of them in his wardrobe. Yeah, that's true. And but so- also, like, you're just so like. The it's, whole movie is so cavalier with firearms. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's way New York, cavalier. so everyone already has one anyway. So Yeah, it's New York. Don't worry about it. Don't, Don't worry your about guns it. Around. I'm shooting here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that. Uh, well, speaking of shooting, I love Benedict's. I left uh, an empty chamber. Yeah, that's oh, nice. oh, Step it up as game. Um, and then we had like the... stepping up as lame. <laughs> Suck it. Benedict. Uh, and then Jack gets shot. Yeah. Yeah. The kid falls down. Um, we're powering Death, through. Jack right? gets released for some bizarre reason. Yeah, Magneto in the streets. Can I go back to a, can I go back a little bit yeah. and make a point? Yep. Do you guys remember the scene where Jack got shot with a shotgun and he mm-hmm. doesn't die? But it's because he's got um armor on. He's got yep. Kevlar on. In that moment when Jack got shot. I honestly thought the movie was veering off into, oh no, he is like a Hancock superhero. And I was so excited. I was <laughs> unbelievably excited. Oh, for this, there was a blending of reality? For, no, for this movie to be like, no, no, the movie, Jack Salt. Slater? Slater. Slater. Jack, <laughs> he's just rearranging the name. He's dropping off the EI. Is, is in the movie, he is a like invincible superhero, which in the actual movie that we watched, Last yeah. Action Hero, he should have been because when Death came out, Death still had his power of uh, taking people's lives. Mm-hmm. Right. As soon as he came out, he touched a guy and killed him, he which did. means wow. that Jack Slater therefore should still have his superpower. That's true. I did not take that, and that's very true. Which I would stand by the idea that his bullets wouldn't, because mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, and he's not interacting with his real, but he should. Yeah. But why does death have to be a, a Deus Ex Machina? Like, but why? Death was a weird choice because he also really didn't do much except walk in and go, hey, look look for the other ticket, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and then leaves, at which point, when this movie resolves, somewhere in the world is death just wandering around tapping people <laughs> on the shoulder. <laughs> like, somewhere Sir Ian McKillum is doing an amazing rendition, you know, off-Broadway, and then he walks outside, looks over, and there's him as death walking around just murdering people. Because this is the real world. Yeah. Yeah. Which is true. Too intense. <laughs> it's too intense. It's just weird. It, yeah, it was weird. It was a weird moment. The whole ending is this weird wrap-up, right? Of like the yeah. doctor is there in full doctor garb with a doctor thing, and he goes, this is just a flesh moon. Not even worth my time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one bit really, really quickly is when Danny's like crying and shit because Jack's about to die, and he goes, no, you're fine. You've got so much to live for. You've, and, and then he goes, yeah, I know. Pimples and premature ejaculation. That's from, that's from, um, that's he, from earlier on. He says it to him, yeah. Yeah, right, but right, then right. when you hear a child say pimples and premature ejaculation. It feels weird. It feels yeah, super like, weird. Yeah, you're like, 
Mm-mm. I don't want to hear a child say premature ejaculation. Yeah. No. And then Nick's just in the back like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Nick, oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> Nick, you're listening. Nick, Nick just Nick. hears in through, from the projector. <laughs> what? I said, what? Premature what? <laughs> uh, and then he gets back to the real world. He waves goodbye and everything's beautifully resolved. Except oh. for the fact that Jack is now full on Deadpool. Yeah, oh, yeah, because yeah, right. he's super aware. He's like, he's full, but but oh. I don't think... I don't think the rest of his life will play out like Deadpool where he's like a fun-loving superhero. I think he's literally going to lose his mind and like end up in an asylum somewhere. Because he walks into his like, um, he walks into his sergeant's office and he's like, this is a movie. I hate you. Shut up. And the sergeant is actually going to be like, I'm the hero. Like, okay, Jack. Picks up the phone slowly. Like, calls Oh, yeah. And then later Jack's at a club and he walks up to a girl and she's like, ooh. And he goes, I'm the hero <laughs> now let's go back to my place <laughs> she's like <"Whoa." laughs> no and then like 10 years later jack's just like in this like white room with like white robe on like i'm the hero oh no i think it would be hancock i think he'd be yeah. drunk and burnt out yeah. and he'd, he'd be like jumping out of an office building yeah. and he'd land and then like stand up and be like see i can't die <laughs> <laughs> somebody love me <laughs> he looks over to a woman his whole body smashed up and he goes i've been dying to me me too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just walking around dragging a pillow with his, his son's face yeah. on it. Yeah. Oh. He just carries out crimes with his pillow on his head. Yeah. <laughs> I have to sleep after this. Yeah. Oh. Folks, that has been the last action hero. We're going to take a short break and be back with some segments. <laughs> Um, we're starting a new segment that we want to try out today called the post-credit pitches. It's time for the post-credit pitches. So with the rise of Marvel movies, uh, it, basically every mov- movie now has its own post-credit scene. And we want to give you both uh, an, a chance to pitch what you think would be a great post-credit scene mm. for Last Action Hero. Mm. I think my one that I would like to pitch is like right when we, we see the credits and then it, it pops back and it's just death sitting in a theater watching Sir Ian McKillen perform. That's sweet, yeah. Yeah. For me, I really like the idea of us um, panning up from where we assume the Ripper died yeah. and he just like emerges again. Oh. Because the Ripper, is, he's a very typical like horror kind of archetype. Yeah. So it makes sense that he would be able to like survive. Yeah. Yeah, right. I was thinking of, who's the guy that played Sub-Zero? The... Oh, Professor Tanaka? Tanaka. Yeah. Professor Tanaka, yeah, so he's not actually dead. And he um, rises up with all these chicks, bop, 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 and that's a bit comical. He just like stands up and dusts himself off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if they like continuing down this racist path, he just picks up a chicken and he's like, you're now number 69 on the menu. And he just goes... Oh, even throwing a 69 in there as well. 69, for an yeah. <laughs> for an extra um, gag. Yeah. A pointless so, extra gag. Also, you know <laughs> how many... Also, you, you would know how many items he's got on his menu up yeah. to 69 Easy. nice um, my post credit scene is um um Jack Slater Slater, Slater. yes <laughs> uh, Jack Ryan Reacher <laughs> Spader Slater um he's Skater. he's he's walking he's walking through um the streets and it's night time and then he um look he's walking past a nightclub and he looks into the nightclub and he sees like two kids battling and they stomp the yard battling. Yes. 
and then he just he looks he looks at them then looks away and then keeps walking takes two steps stops then steps back takes his jacket off and he's and he's just got a singlet on a wife beater and then he walks into the club that's it that's it <laughs> that's it I'm back, baby. It's the sequel. And uh, Aussie, Hollywood yeah. is calling. The Last Action Hero has been a huge success. It wasn't. <laughs> but they, it's so good that they want you to pitch a sequel to it. What is your sequel to The Last Action Hero? Right, so I thought about this. I'm thinking Jack Slater. So he stays in the real world and he starts a relationship with Irene, the mother. Oh, yeah. And the movie explodes. Oh, he doesn't go back. No, he doesn't go. He wants to stay in the real world. Okay. And um, he wants to explore the... Rem- and the movie explores uh, the ramifications of the conflict between the father and son. That's a new stepdad, oh. son uh, relation going on. And um, so he's like slowly trying to uh, contemplate, like come into the real world. Is this like a straight after the movie in style thing where it's like we saw the scene of him being rushed off, but yeah. in yours he like brushes everyone away and goes, yeah. no! And then he runs back and jumps <laughs> through the portal as yeah. it's closing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So exactly. Danny's still the same age and everything. Danny's still, yeah, we're gonna cast a new kid. We're gonna cast a Maori kid so we can get some NZ on air funding. Nice. Yeah, <laughs> and we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna, um, we're gonna apply it to TVNZ like for a web series. Yeah, so oh, stuff Hollywood. Movie. This isn't no, even a movie. movie. This is skipping Hollywood. This is just a web series starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. A New Zealand on air web series starring, yeah, starring, starring, starring old, decrepit Arnold Schwarzenegger as the same as age Jack Slater. as Jack Slater. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, the aging is catching up with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually 84. <laughs> it's when the Jack Slater first came out. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> but bad. Danny's mum still loves him. Danny's mum still loves him. Yes, um, and he's like just trying to. It's, it's, it becomes a comedy where he's like trying to adjust to the real world, but he's still because he also knows that Arnold Schwarzenegger is out there, right? Yeah, true. Right. So he's he's Jack Slater, but that's he... why he used to play it down low in New Zealand. Yes, yeah, that's yeah, okay. Because yeah, 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 yeah. New Zealanders would be like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> fine. We've seen Tom Cruise, you're fine. Yeah. And Danny's like, you're not my real dad, you're not even real. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. low blow. that's low blow. That is cold. Mm, oh. no. Yeah. He's just sitting there looking at a, a IMDb photo of his fictional son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've gone we've gone so we've gone on this tangent so deep. I don't even can't even remember what Anossi's idea was anymore. This is the this idea. Is the, no. right, it's a web series that explore, explores the reality yeah, as of a reality the, like, TV show. <laughs> so it's disgustingly meta because you're doing a web series about the real life of Jack oh, Slater existing within the real world of Last Action oh Hero, my God. but not the real Real world that we live in. My yeah. God! So if anyone out there is listening and has funding and access to either Arnold Schwarzenegger or a real life version of Jack Slater, yeah, <laughs> we're open to it. We'll make it happen. Yeah. Yes, please. Contact us. Get yes, please. Us. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> just, just imagine Jack Slater go Kia ora, you know? Yeah. Kia ora. It's me and my brand new fan now. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to Hokitika. <laughs> Every episode set like in a different New Zealand town. Yeah, like he's yeah, touring yeah. his family around to try and get a little This is another TV show. <laughs> Jack Slater's New Zealand tour. But it's like a cooking show. Oh my god, this is so confusing. It's Jack Slater's Jacked on Aotearoa. <laughs> I love it here. Oh, it's just me, I'm trying some of the local cuisine. 
having a hangi. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. All right. I think that that's great. It's funded. Yeah. We're getting it going. Just reboot. Who would you cast and what do they do? Okay, so we live in a time of reboots. So, yeah. Max, mm. what would be your reboot of the last action hero? So, my reboot would be a black reboot. So, Tracy Morgan would play <laughs> Jack Slater. Chris Rock would play the boy. <laughs> Danny, Chris Rock would play Danny. Chris Rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Rock, man. Yeah, the adult, he would play Danny. No, uh, no. <laughs> I love I'm you like, telling you this is a movie. This is a movie. Would he play him as a kid? Yeah. Or? No, no, no. Yeah. He's just—he's an adult. No, I mean, oh. I know he's an. Wait, so the character's an adult. The now? character's an adult. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That oh, fixes okay. a lot yeah. of the problems. Next, yeah. next, Danny Glover, which is the perfect. African-American neck. Oh, yeah. yeah. Danny yeah, Glover. I see that. Um, 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 <laughs> it also takes a lot of the awkwardness out of Nick and uh, Danny yeah. Yeah, being totally. in that movie theater. Totally, totally, totally. Oh, it fixes a lot of issues. So who plays the police chief? Would it be someone like like Joe Pesky? Yeah, the, no, the police, the, the police chief is Danny DeVito. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the police chief is Danny DeVito. Um, Ripper is, oh, I always forget his name, but the guy with the jippy eye who always plays like oh, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker, yeah. Ripper is Forrest Whitaker. Um, um, yeah, that's Did we my cast opinion. Benedict? Yeah, Benedict. Yeah. Benedict would be, actually, Benedict would be Idris Elba. That's oh, yeah. That would yeah, be yeah. amazing. Yeah, Benedict is Idris Elba. Just a, a shot for shot remake of that introduction of Benedict with yeah. Oh, would it be yeah. so great? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would he still have the eye or would you give him something different? I, I would give him, he would be a full on half cyborg. Wow. <laughs> yeah, he's a full on half. He's half cyborg, half. Yeah, like DC Universe is a yeah, cyborg. Like full on yeah. cyborg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. How, yeah. Uh, are we talking like advanced cyborg or a little bit like. No, no, no. Really, no, really <laughs> advanced. A <laughs> little bit restart. <laughs> no, we're going super advanced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What about Vivaldi? Uh, <laughs> I don't know who Vivaldi would be. Vivaldi would be. Because Vivaldi is like meant to be a Sicilian guy, so it'd have to be an, uh, an African American person oh, doing um, an accent. Oh, no. I was going to say. Uh, Let's just go with. You know what? Let's just make it weird and go with Aziz Ansari. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, see, I was thinking like it would be a fun um, Will Smith. Like a no. little bit older, but playing it serious. Right. Oh, I see what you mean. So yeah. that he plays it super serious and you're like, oh, that's the villain. Yeah. And then it almost has that uh, Deep Blue Sea where they take Samuel L. Jackson out right. real early. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, yeah, Will Smith's going to be. Oh, he's gone. I, I think Will Smith is the mum. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because right. yeah. it's 2018. You know? Yeah, right. yeah, that's yeah. right. And, and yeah. The, the like the criminal dude, Kaboma from The Wire. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. <laughs> yeah, that's my reboot. Can't remember his name. I love it. Are there any plot changes? Like, would you change the the fart? Um, nah, no, nah, absolutely, exactly <laughs> the same. Here's what shot I would for, say. Also, line for line, shot for shot. Yeah, but I would replace um, the fart. Um, yeah, I would replace him probably with Medea. Yeah, it's Medea, the character. <laughs> the character of Medea. That's fine. So funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay, great, okay, yeah. last question. Beautiful. He's going to do the voice of Whiskers, the police detective. Well, who was the voice in the movie? Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Oh, it was Danny DeVito. Yeah. Well, it has to be the sergeant from original. Oh. It has to be, it's the sergeant from original, oh. the original oh. movie. That yeah. is great. justifiably as meta as I would hope. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. I yeah. like that a lot. I love it. Funded. We're doing it. Reddit, call it. 
I'm gonna read you a couple of critics reviews yeah. from uh, Rotten Tomatoes. And let's start with this one from uh, Joe D. Uh, he gave it four stars and said, great movie to see with your child. Fair. You would see this with your child? You are an actual dad, right? I am an actual dad. How old would you want them to be for this to be a suitable movie for child time? 12? I'm okay with that. Yeah? Yeah, I've, I'm, I've, well, I don't know yet, but I hope my child would be a mature-minded person and not be phased by metal boobs and, and, and... It's a pretty accessible movie, yeah, right? Accessible, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's, no, like, there's no, like, hard-out sex stuff in it, is there? No. No, no. and it's I also fine. feel like a lot of the themes actually now seem more absurd than at the time. Yeah, right. Like, when he has the gun, like, especially yeah. to us in New Zealand, it's like, <laughs> that's just a movie weird yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 totally. Like, we wouldn't worry too much about our kids having access to a gun. Where the hell would they find one? Yeah. Where would they find a creepy old white man in a cinema? <laughs> in New Zealand. Uh, Westfield Henderson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's one from Quentin Curtis from mm. The Independent on Sunday. It turned out to be a beef, chicken, anchovy, and jam sandwich. The ingredients cancel each other out and become indigestible. By offering us everything, they've given us next to nothing. I think he should have watched the movie and not had a proper sandwich to review, <laughs> first of all. Yeah, review the movie, not a sandwich. Yeah. Why are you reviewing a yeah. sandwich? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A very tasty sandwich, too. Yeah. Really good. Wait, you sandwich. think a beef, chicken, anchovy, and jam sandwich sounds good? Hey, when people said, <laughs> let's put chicken and and uh, um, raspberry sauce, is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. When well, people like chipping, s- chicken, raspberry, and camembert. Cranberry, cranberry. cranberry. Yeah, when people said that, mm, the, the, the creator of that sandwich, George Cranberry, was ridiculed <laughs> as a maniac. He was the laughing stock. He was the laughing stock of the sandwich community. All and the now, way up until yeah. uh, Bobby Double Down came along. Bobby Double Down. These, are all, these are all innovators. These are the pioneers, pioneers of pioneers. sandwich game. But in yeah. their time, yeah. seen as maniacs. Yeah, think true. about that. We think all the way back to when uh, Johnny Club decided to cut those sandwiches into yeah. triangles. Exactly. Jared That's from Subway? Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, he... he Remember he's... he used to have those midnight screenings? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're, get, we're heading into last thoughts, final thoughts. Um, are there any last things that you would like to say about Last Action Hero? Did it hold up? Were there any things that you know, jumped out at you in the modern age? I, the thing that jumped out to me the most was how much I missed very recognizable 90s style of movie. Because now, nowadays, you know how like 80s style movies are getting remade and like, uh, seven, I don't know if 70s, yeah, 70s have kind of been remade a bit, but not, the 80s is kind of like hot topic right now. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited for the time when the 90s becomes hot topic and like movies are going to be that style. Yeah, we again. start having that oversaturated, those wide shots, yeah. the, you know, the, the big clothes. Yeah. Bright, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah bigness, I, I think bigness is, is what, even though... Um, I didn't particularly enjoy it. I think the scope of the movie was, was really big. Yeah, That's because it's directed by um, John McTiernan, who yeah. also did Die Hard and Predator. Right. And, and he, can, oh. he can direct action sequences really, really well. And they felt big, even though the plot didn't make any sense and I didn't like Yeah, but this, this was a rush movie, right? Oh, super rush. Yeah, uh, this this uh, filmed up, up until the week before it was released. Um, they initially showed it at 2 hours 20 and had a terrible screening, so they, yeah. sh- they lanced out 20 minutes. But they also just, burned all of the response cards, right? Because yeah. it had such a bad reception. Well, I mean, that's not super surprising. Uh, and then when they, they rushed it to get it released and they had a solid release um, one, 
And it ended up being released a week after Jurassic Park. Oh, that's And death. getting completely smashed at the box office. Yeah, Jurassic Park destroyed it. Also, if you think about like the graphics in this, for us, we don't care, and the special effects are fun and uh, a bit dated. But if you put them next to Jurassic Park, oof. Scarbage. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and Nossi, last thoughts? Uh, I think it's a great movie. Uh, I need to watch it because I didn't watch it before. It sounded awesome. I was left out a lot, but I... I would, uh, yeah, I think I'd, it'd, it'd be a movie that would be celebrated for many years to come. But um, some of the things, though, would not be well dated with some of these kids being woke yeah. these days. That's, a, that's quite a common theme, eh, with a lot of older movies. Oh, and yeah. I think that this one actually has been a lot better than some of the Arnie movies we've oh, seen. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great, well, that, that's been Last Action Hero. Um, Pax, if we had to find you online, where would we find you? Um, you, uh, pa- everything is just Pax Society. Perfect. I think Facebook is Pax Society comic, and then everything else is just Pax Society. Excellent. And Nossi? Yeah, you can find me on Facebook, Nossi Colvin, comedian, on Instagram, Nossi.jpg, and on Twitter, yes, Nossi Colvin, so thank you. Yeah. Perfect. That's awesome. been our show. That's great. Thank thanks, you, guys. guys. No, thanks thank for you. Having me. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 That was I'll Be Back Catalogue. Thank you to the wonderful Anossi Kalavanua and Pax Asadi for joining us for The Last Action Hero. I'm the movie star, playing a movie star, playing a movie star, right? Yeah, that was super meta, Arnie. The fourth wall means nothing to you. What fourth wall? Anyway, we'll be back next week with the James Cameron-directed classic, True Lies. I cannot wait. I'm Stephen Lyons, and if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter, at I'll Be Back Pod, or you can find me on at Steve Lyons. And I'm Mike Kevin, and you can find me at Mike Kevin. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever podcast app you use. It really helps us to reach new listeners. Thanks again, and this has been I'll Be Back Catalog. That's right, I was a movie actor, and it was incredible. You know who was a movie actor as well? My daughter, and she went on to become Sonya Blade, who was a video game actor, who was a movie actor in the movie Mortal Kombat. And I played her father, Johnny, what is his name, Johnny Cash? I saw myself today, you know, and the needle pricks the vein, you know that one? And then I come in, and I take my glasses off, punch him in the balls, and it goes, dun, 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 Mortal Kombat, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then she flips over and she puts her feet on your ears like they come up and they smash you into the ground.